Welcome to Two Sides to the Story with Ted and Lori. I'm Ted Zaleski. And I'm Lori Hirstetter. We are recording today uh, at the Westminster branch, not in our normal spot at Exploration Commons. Uh, the studio is being used. I can't believe somebody else was in our studio. I know, right? We got to stop promoting the studio because now it's getting popular. So we are in a conference room in the Westminster branch and are recording off of uh, Ted's laptop, which has the same software as the recording equipment that we use at Exploration Commons. So if this episode sounds a little different to you, that might be why. I'm sure the sound and all of that could be different than what you're used to hearing. But we have sort of a fun thing to share with you and it's inspired um, an idea for this episode. We are at the Westminster branch uh, upstairs. We just came from downstairs. We were this morning spending some time in the Exploration Commons commercial kitchen space. We have mentioned on a couple of episodes that we um, wanted to do something with the kitchen. We had an idea about what that would look like. Exploration Commons had a different idea about what that would look like. And now we are doing a cooking competition. Yeah. We, we were talking about, well, maybe we can interview one of the people who runs the, the food part of the program. Exactly. And they went off and dreamed bigger. <laughs> yes. So the backstory on that is we were interested in interviewing our friend Nancy because in conversation, being there recording a couple of times, it came up that she doesn't have her own cookbook but has been part of several cookbooks. And I was like, well, that's perfect. We can tie that into the show. Maybe we can interview you, have you be a guest on an episode, and we'll talk about cookbooks and books in, in your life. And uh, at first she was, not that she wasn't interested, but we just didn't get time to put it together. So we finally scheduled a time to talk about, okay, let's put something together. And they said, well, we have other ideas. And instead of us interviewing Nancy about her participation in cookbooks, and cooking in her life. We are going to um, be part of hosting an event with them where there will be a panel of judges that are judging dishes prepared by Ted and dishes prepared by me. Our judges are all community food people of one sort or another. They're all foodies and we're not foodies. So it's gonna be very interesting. I, I love to cook, I enjoy cooking, but I don't know that I'm a great cook. Um, Ted, where would you put yourself on the, the cooking scale? Survival. <laughs> you can make ice cubes. <laughs> I cook a few things, but it's not something that I have devoted a lot of time to. Well, I cook for a hungry, almost 18-year-old um, daily, so um, I get a lot of cooking experience, but it is often hurried and what can you feed me in 15 minutes? So um, neither of us really are experts in the kitchen but we have expert staff that are helping us and we have an audience of hungry people who get to <laughs> hopefully not hate our food yeah. Lori is underselling herself here uh, that's not true i have and no when, formal training well we, we were downstairs doing our run through um nancy who um, Lori mentioned is working with me and candace the exploration commons manager is working with Lori. yes and Candace and Lori were doing a bit of trash talking down there. <laughs> You're so full of it. There was no t trash talking. In fact, so we have to explain, because you're, you're like jumping to the punchline. Oh, sorry. Is we were down there practicing for the cook-off. 
Uh, it is about two weeks away, three weeks away. And we needed a chance to get in the kitchen, know how to use the equipment, test out the ingredients. Do you want to modify your recipe? And there was no trash talking. There was support of each other. Nancy had a recommendation on my recipe. Yeah, see, all three of them are ganging up on me. <laughs> we all taste tested each other's dishes. Yours is delicious. You have nothing to worry about. It's going to be fun, and it will be delicious, and everyone will have a good time. <laughs> okay? Yes. Yep. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> no, it is going to be good. So anyway, um, more to come about that. When the cooking competition happens, we are going to um, hopefully be able to record it, so you'll be able to hear about it. We will certainly have pictures. Uh, we actually took some pictures today for our practice run. You have flour all over your apron. <laughs> I got a picture of that one. Good to know. <laughs> so um, we'll be practicing uh, now at, you know, are you practicing at home or is that it? You're ready and you're done. You know, I hadn't really thought about it. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm completely done. I did modify the recipe a bit today. So we'll see how that lands. We both have a little bit of time to think about it before the, the final day. So anyway, what does this have to do with reading, you might ask, if you dial into the show to hear us talk about books? We have not really talked about books yet, except for cookbook. the idea of the idea of a cookbook. So uh, let's make the, the connection, because I think this is why I wanted to do this episode. Is it struck me this morning as I got up to, you know, to come over here and, and do the, the cooking um, test that how enjoyable time in the kitchen is for me. I really like cooking and I really like reading and those are just two interests. I have a very long list of things that I enjoy doing and uh, one of the things that I've been working on and has come up on the show a little bit is about a book project and this concept of bliss and for me Having happiness in your life really relates to being able to um, do as many of the things that you enjoy in different categories of your life. You know, not everything can be hobbies. You've got to have work. You've got to make a living. Um, you've got personal relationships or all these things that you have to fit in. And the issue is always time. How do you find the time to incorporate the things that matter to you? And in this book that I've been drafting, um, it's, it's all over the place. It's, it's got lots of pieces and parts. But I have this concept of what I call the magic mix. And the magic mix is where you find a way to get the time to do the things you love by combining them. So this is an example of me combining my love of books with my love of cooking. And look what they became this cooking competition, which is a lot of fun thinking about, planning for, and I'm sure we're going to have fun memories after the fact. And all totally unexpected. All of it. There's so many things that we did not plan for that are happening, and you just go along for the ride. So that's what we're doing. And so where it relates to your reading, I'm thinking, for those of you out there listening, how can you sort of have an impact on reading in your life combined with something else that matters to you. 
How do you find the magic mix? So, Ted, anything jump to mind for you right away when I sort of introduce that concept? I'm not sure I had something immediately jump to mind going down the road you're on. Okay. But it did cause me to think about a couple other things okay. that are kind of related. <laughs> one, one is probably pretty strange. Um, I have never been fly fishing in my life, but I bet I've read 20 books about fly fishing. Have you really? I probably have read, not, not probably, I, I, I bet I've read more books on fly fishing than any person in the world who has never, who been, has fly never been fly fishing. So what's the interest? Do you want to go fly fishing? Or you just like no, reading about I, it? I, I just like reading about it. <laughs> you need to go fly fishing. It's it just conceptually interesting to me. <laughs> and there are a lot of interesting people who are fly fishers. I know one. My uncle is a fly fisherman. He's, oh, yeah. Yes, he's really good at it. You might have to give it a shot sometime. And, uh, and a smaller version of that, I've never seen the television show The Simpsons. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm aware of it. You've lost me. <laughs> All right, oh, is this another book thing? Yes. Oh, okay, I'll stick with you. Um, so I've, I've never seen the show, and it, it's one of those things that most people would say, you've never seen The Simpsons? How could, you, how could that be possible? But I never have. But I read a book <laughs> about The Simpsons, about the show. I was totally on the wrong track. I'm like, how are you going to tie The Simpsons, Homer, to fly fishing <laughs> is where I was going. There was an episode where... Yeah. Right, no fly fishing. No fly fishing, okay. I don't know. Maybe there was a Simpsons episode. No, <laughs> no idea. <laughs> and another thing it made me think about, and maybe this is closer to where you are, but still not really the same thing you're talking about. Okay. Uh, I, I do like watching movies. I don't see, I don't see very many current movies mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. But I still watch a lot of older movies. Okay. And I've read a number of very good books, you know, the making of movie, uh, sure. movie X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, one that pops in my mind, um, Western, uh, Gary Cooper, High Noon. And I read a book about it. And after the fact, it made perfect sense to me, but it never, never hit me. You know, it, it was made... During shortly after the uh, time when the United States was going through a thing where you know, we, they're looking for communists and in the movie industry, mm -hmm. uh, it became a, a really big deal. You know, mm. people, people were blackballed. They couldn't get work anymore. Um, people were being pressured to, to say who they knew who was a, a communist. And if you didn't do it, then you ended up in, in trouble. So mm. it was ugly times. Mm. Uh, but High Noon although it was a Western, is kind of about that idea and okay. was, and not obviously, but was directly influenced by all the things that were going on. Hmm. So not every book about making a movie, you know, is like that. Right, sure. A lot of interesting stuff I've read. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes the starting point really is the book. And it's such a great book that they decide to make it into a movie. And sometimes it's the reverse. It's just, there's no book. Somebody made a great movie and decided to write a book after the fact about the making of the movie. Right. So, so it you, can go both ways. And you could have a book and then a movie and then a book about the making of the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, you aren't certainly on the same page that I was, but interesting for people to think about it in terms of what I'm saying, but also in terms of what you're saying. 
And, um, you know, it just might be something to think about if, if you're a listener and you're interested enough in our show and our shenanigans to think about where do you put this in your life? You know, listening to us talk about it is one thing, but what we really hope happens is that somehow it inspires how reading um, evolves in, in your life. We call it the shelf awareness that we borrowed from Malaprop's bookstore in Asheville, North Carolina, which there's an episode about, so you'll have to check that one out. Two. Two episodes, that's right. Uh, Ted's Excellent Adventure, part one and part two. Um, and he actually visited Malaprop's, which is the well, I don't know if they're first, but they named Shelf Awareness. You were aware of it, and we use it in our show as a idea of think about reading in your life. Yes, that's the name of their, their newsletter. newsletter. Right. So if you think about reading in your life, listener, what things do you love besides books? And have you read books about that other thing, that other interest? Fly fishing? Fly fishing. <laughs> Homer Simpson. <laughs> the list goes on. We would really like to hear from you. Uh, we've had some very interesting feedback from people who have listened to our show. And we love to hear the stories, and we would like to hear more of them. We are just two sides to the story. We are just two people, and there are just much more interesting things going on out there than just what Ted and I are doing. So we would love to hear from you. If you have an interesting story about books, and other passions in your life and how they've combined, we would really um, be interested to hear your story. And we have a couple ways in which you can do that. Uh, you can always send us information on um, our website. We have a link to our email. Um, that is two sides to the story at yahoo.com. So you can reach us that way. Uh, you can also, I'm gonna put something new out here is that I'm going to, we post on Instagram, Ted's actually now posting on Instagram too. And um, if you're an Instagram user and you know how you can do a hashtag and that sort of organizes things by a category. So we're gonna do a hashtag that's two sides stories. And then you can submit the same hashtag on your post and then we're gonna see what you post if it's a photo or a picture of a book or a quick video that you want to send us with a story that you'd like to share with two sides. Yeah, and right from the very beginning, mm -hmm. we were hoping to hear from people yeah. through through the, the podcast and the website. In fact, I remember our very first episode, I made a point to saying, we got our first email. Yes. <laughs> very exciting. Yes. Uh, but we haven't gotten a lot. Uh, we've gotten more comments running into people just in out person. and around yes. than people reaching out to, to contact us. Yeah. You know, so we like that too. Mm -hmm. But uh, we would like to um, have more coming in. And we've talked about, you know, Laurie just talked about some of the things, you know, tell us your story. We've talked about if you're visiting a bookstore somewhere else, you know, send us pictures and a couple lines t telling us where you are and what yeah. you think about it. Which we have gotten some of those. Um, I've had friends send me pictures of little free libraries and places that they've gone and their journeys. So we have some. It's just receiving more would allow us enough content to really do something with it. Besides a casual mention, like a, a casual mention, um, your friend, I think his name is Steve, 
and his wife, I don't know her name. Liz. But they make a thing of listening to our episodes while they sit and have coffee, right? And and they say, you know, we're going to have coffee with Ted and Lori. They're not actually having coffee with Ted and Lori. I think they're listening to our podcast while they sit together and enjoy a cup of coffee. And they are interested in the podcast. They don't have to drink the coffee to, to listen. It just <laughs> happens to work out that way. I'm glad you clarified. So we just wonder what other stories are like that out there. Two sides stories is something we'll put in the show notes that you can then use that hashtag if you would like to share something with us or certainly reach out on the website to contact us via email. So we have a lot of events coming up and actually you just had a really cool one. So I think this is a short episode in the content that we just are giving you something to think about and asking you to uh, to reach out to us. But I also think it's worthwhile we have everyone listening to tell them about some of the things that have been going on and that are coming soon. So do you want to talk about what you did this week? It was huge. Okay, so those of you who have listened to us have heard us talk about Patty Callahan. Uh, We did an interview with her on a book, uh, Once Upon a Wardrobe, one of my favorite books. And we've been working to set up an interview with her on her latest book, The Secret Book of Flora Lee. Not as good as Once Upon a Wardrobe, but still a very good book. Uh, So we've been some back and forth, haven't gotten to a place. But she was in Westminster, Maryland, where we are just recently, uh, with two of the three other people. The four of them have a podcast and a Yahoo Uh, TV show called Friends in Fiction and they get together talk have some fun they usually interview a writer Mm -hmm. they've done a few things a little bit differently but that's mostly what they're they're doing is interviewing writers but uh, three of the four were in in town they were mostly promoting the book of one of them Mary Kay Andrews and I'm not going to remember the name of the book now. It's a Christmas book. I remember that. Uh, Lori's jumping on her yep, phone. Go right ahead. Um, uh, they they were in at Carroll Community College in the theater. Had an audience of about 250 people, and all fans too. They they said, "How many have read this book?" All hands up, all over the place. How many read this book? Hands up, all over the place. Uh, so they, they, they had a room full of admirers. But the big thing, for me at least, was um, I got a chance to talk with Patty. We've never met her. Uh, we've exchanged emails. But I went over a little bit early and actually ended up helping them stuff bags and prepare to uh, give away things for, for their audience. But uh, Patty and I got to t- talk for a little bit. Uh, it was very fun getting to meet her. Uh, the, the idea of us interviewing her is, is still alive. Don't have a time yet, but we're still working on it. I met one of her friends from Friends in Fiction. And uh, this is far from ready to become real, but we talked about the idea, maybe their podcast and our podcast could somehow do something together. And you know, they liked the idea, so we'll, we'll see if we can make that happen sometime but you found the book no i'm trying i've got no internet connection in this room which is interesting so i can't find it at the moment but we'll put it in the show notes for sure yeah they're all best-selling novelists and yes yeah they um 
they're friends and they're all writers and they travel together to do these things. And I saw in one of the pictures, they even had this little pull behind trailer. Um, that with, That's Mary Kay Andrews. Is that hers? Yes. Oh my goodness, that's so cool. Yeah, there was a sign on it said, Buy, buy the damn book, I think. Seriously. <laughs> I, that's cool. I'm glad that they have a sense of humor about things, and they certainly seem to have a good time together. And what a great opportunity for you to, to finally meet Patty. I know you're a big fan. You introduced me to her. We've interviewed her virtually, but to see her in person is, is a cool thing. And you said you felt like friends when you walked in, and, and she recognized your name and then finally got to meet you in person, and kind of a cool moment. Yes. I got a very energetic greeting. <laughs> So, all right, so that is hard to top, but there are some other things that are coming up in the coming weeks. And it's funny, here we're talking about us battling in the kitchen. And no, we were not trash talking. It's, it's a fun competition, but it is a battle. Um, we're calling it two sides to the plate. And um, it reminded me that the battle season is about to begin for Carroll County Public Library. There are, um, obviously, a lot of people know about Battle of the Books. This is something that's been going on for a very long time in our area um, for kids to read books, gain the knowledge, and then participate in an event where they are battling um, against other teens to know the most amount of information about those books. Um, and I guess it was two, three years ago, that they introduced an adult version of the Battle of the Books. Yeah, this will be the third year. Called After Hours. And that is actually starting next week. Hard to believe that it is already here, but it is already here. And there are three nights. Um, I don't believe there's audience attendance available. Um, they are at local breweries. One is 1623 Brewery, and the other is Flood Zone. Um, Two of them are at 1623, one of them is at Flood Zone, and the first one starts this week, um, this coming week on Tuesday evening. So we know some people who are competing in those. We competed in it on the first year, um, <clears throat> and it's a fun time. It's a great opportunity to read books, but also, here we go, Magic Mix, combining your social time with your friends with reading books. And if you happen to like beer, there's another tie-in, is you can mix that into it too because it's a fun social time with friends. Well, there's one for me. Beer. Book, a book and a beer. A book and a beer. How many times have that, has that come That up? is definitely your magic mix. Maybe one of your top magic mixes. So um, anyway, battle season's beginning. Good luck to all the teams that are competing in the next couple of weeks. All of those are happening in the month of October. And then the kids' battle of the books um, season comes after that. So that will be in spring of, of next year. So we will certainly be talking more about that in, um, in the months to come. But good luck next week to all of the adult battle of the books participants. I found the Mary Kay Andrews book. Good. Your phone is working and mine's not. So Bright lights, big Christmas. Okay. Awesome. And you now have a copy of the book? Yes. Okay, I figured you probably got one the night of the event. Yeah, it was a, um, it came with the admission. Oh, perfect. Yeah, Carroll County, we are very lucky if you live in our local area. And if you don't, I hope you live somewhere that you have what we have. We've got a wonderful library system. We've got fantastic local bookstores that um, do a lot of events. Authors love it here. And uh, we put on lots of great events. And uh, seeing a room full of 200 people is not unusual here 
and there are a bunch of things coming up. If you don't look regularly, I would recommend that you check our library or the one in your area for community events because they usually put on all sorts of wonderful programs to, um, to engage you as a reader in different ways. Yeah, Carol does have a reputation out there in the, in the writing world. And I think people are often surprised with the audiences they get here. Yeah. And one, one I remember specifically, uh, Lori and I uh, interviewed a guy, Ira Marks. Yes. On his book, uh, Shark Summer. Mm-hmm. And what do we have, like 300 people? Is that I think right? that's about right. There were a lot of kids and families in the audience. So an audience about 300. And I remember him saying, oh, I thought there might be 10 or 15 people here. Yeah. Well, as an author on a book tour or just going out in the community, you really just never know how many people are going to show up for your events. And I'm sure Carroll County have had some that are smaller than others, but uh, more often than not, it's going to be a big event because we get we get a lot of happy readers around this area. Speaking of showing up for events, yeah. were you ready to talk about November 7th? I think we should. That's the other big thing that I wanted to mention today. Uh, We are going to, not only in the show notes, put the link, but I think we'll be putting some things out in the next couple of weeks as we head to that. It is our season two kickoff. We have officially been doing the show for one year as of October 20th. Our kickoff event is in November. We're putting our plans together for what that's going to be. It will be held at Exploration Commons in their large meeting room. Registration has already started. Uh, It's free to attend, but you do need to reserve a space. So we are going to put that link on the show notes, and we will put some things on social media as well with the link so you can go sign up to save your seat. Uh, Seating is limited, so you'll want to try to grab that before uh, we fill the room. And we're talking about the things that will happen. So it's an evening event. It will be from 6 to 730. Uh, It is a Tuesday evening, November 7th. We're gonna do a little bit of a review of things that have happened in our first year. We're gonna get some feedback from the audience to uh, talk about what you've liked this year and what you'd like to see us do differently or more of in season two. And we're gonna give you a little sneak peek at season two, which uh, we've got some really interesting things going on. Oh, and yes, there will be cake. It's an anniversary party. We do need to serve some cake, so we will have... It's the only reason Lori's coming. (laughs) And, you know, I'm attending, and we've we've touched so many people in one way or another over this last year. Uh, I'm really hoping we're going to get a a good, excited crowd. Uh, The people down at Malaprops and uh, in the bookstores in Waynesville and Black... uh, Black Mountain. Um, I'm expecting them to show up. You getting them a bus and bringing them up here? They're all booking a flight to, to come to Westminster that night. <laughs> Maybe. Well, we should invite them and we'll see what happens. So, who who do you hope comes besides them? Give me somebody else. I'll tell you mine. Well, all the all the bookstores around here. Yes. Um, our friends in the libraries. Yeah. Um, Maybe some of the people we've interviewed, some of our interviews have been local people. Yeah. You know, um, and then, of course, you have various, you know, friends and people around the community. Mm-hmm. Well, two people came to the first 
one for me that I hope come again and I will be better prepared this time. And they are two friends from my mom's childhood and I hadn't seen them in years. And from my childhood as well, of course. And uh, um, Anne and Velma, if, if you guys listen to the show regularly, I hope to see you again. It meant the world to me that you were there that night and uh, I would love to see you there again this year. Um, I know that um, especially Anne is definitely following the show. She likes some of our, our episode posts on, on uh, social media and such. And then um, there was someone else I was going to say that I, I hope comes. You want to guess? No? Okay. I'll just go there. Um, the girls. The young girls oh. from Battle of the Books that we got to interview. The winning team was the Reading Red Pandas 2.0. Right. And of all the interviews we've done this year, they stand out as one of my favorites. They were so energetic and excited and fun to talk to. And I would just love if those girls showed up to, um, to the 11-7 kickoff. Do you remember? The, I think they were fifth graders. Uh... Yes, they were fifth graders. So we won't see them again. Uh, not for the year. battle, but uh, you know what? That's not necessarily true. I know that some schools have tried to get a middle school group together, but I don't know how successful that has been. Have well, you... there there is at least one middle school battle. There might might be more. It's yeah. not the same size as the elementary schools. Okay. But uh, it's a separate separate competition from the I elementaries. See. Okay. Yeah, you made me think about a couple other things. You know, um, we've talked from time to time about the uh, lack of men at a lot of these yes. events. Yeah. So the one that I was just at with Patty Callahan. Right. Was it about, mostly ladies again? About 250 people, and there were five, maybe six guys. Oh, my goodness. In, what do we do about room? it? I don't know, but it is definitely... Um, you know, the, the noticeable. But you know what? I do wonder if, I don't know if you've gone to any of the recent ones, but didn't we have James Patterson recently? Yes. Does that crowd look different? I don't know. I feel like it would. I feel like that would have more men. And another men-related thing, I went to a, another book event. Oh, yeah. Um, Heather Owens and her uh, first um, Bring Your Own Book to right. Bistro 91. Yeah, she's the branch manager at uh, Finksburg mm -hmm. and was one of our very early interviews. Yes. But yeah, she was trying to start something. Uh, she wanted to take the pressure off of book clubs. And it's funny, she was actually saying, once she knows she has to read a book, she doesn't want to read it. Interesting. <laughs> so um, she put together this thing to say, bring whatever book you want, tell us whatever you want about it, mm -hmm. you know, no pressure. Mm -hmm. But somewhere... We had the idea that she was trying to bring men in. And I went back and looked. The, the official announcement in the calendar events didn't say anything like that. Yeah, I don't think that was what, I don't know that that was the case. Maybe that was me saying, maybe men will come to oh, this okay. because there's beer involved. That was my thinking because it was at this Bistro 91, which you can get food and you can get drinks. And I took as, hey, maybe this is the kind of event that more men would be interested in. One, the pressure is off about what you're reading. It's not, here's the book, and it leans towards something females would choose. And it was also a place where guys could come and just relax and enjoy, you know, a glass of beer while they're talking about the books. Okay, that's, that's So that probably, was probably me putting that in yeah. your head. So I did go there, though, with that in my head. Oh, okay. And I was, I was thinking... 
there will be more guys. There, it, it would be guys. Oh, boy, I really messed you up. But it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Were you the only guy? Uh, I was the only one. There were six of us, <laughs> and I, I was the only one. And I'm trying to remember, I, I was talking to a woman recently. It might have been that night. I'm not positive, though. Yeah. But uh, she had attended our first episode. Okay. And The live. Yes. Uh-huh. And we had about 30 people but it was, it was mm-hmm. almost all people that we knew that either we knew yeah. or I knew or yeah. Lori knew. Right. Um, but she wasn't one of them. And oh. I, was, I, was a little, I was caught by surprise when she said, oh, I, I don't even remember how it came up, but mm-hmm. I came to your podcast. Yeah. Well, just the book lover. And that's the intention. You know, that I, I'm sure there are people that are still just our friends listening to support us, but we know that it's grown bigger than that. Um, the statistics show us of how much views we're getting and where we're getting views from, and they're certainly happening in places that we have not been. Yeah, just last night we hit our one millionth listener. <laughs> That's why we're having a party with cake. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it's it's nice to hear from everyone, whether we we know you personally or not. The eleven seven um, event is a great opportunity to meet us in person. Um, not that we would expect you to be as excited as as Ted was to meet Patty, but same idea is that if you would like a meet and greet, if you'd like to say some things to us in person, there is a chance to do that on 11-7. And did Lori mention there'll be cake? There will be cake. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great reason to come. All right. Do you have anything else for today? Uh, Probably if I thought enough, but nothing in mind. All right. Well, there's always next week. We do have some new episodes um, in the works already. They're already scheduled. It's just a matter of producing them. Uh, We've got uh, guests for both of them, the ones that I'm thinking of. We have a a young lady in our community who is interested in having more little free libraries. If that sounds familiar, that's because that's a goal that we have had. Uh, Her name is Ashlyn, and we are interviewing her before the end of October, as well as interviewing our good friend, Lisa Picker who went on a good book hunting trip with Ted, on a good book hunting trip, a second one, with uh, Ted, myself, and my son. And there's more, there's more. Well, we just had a planning session with her for some other events, and she is certainly um, working with us on the event for November 7th. So we have a lot of things to talk with Lisa about. And on Ashlyn and the Little Free Libraries. Yes. Uh, I visited her website last night for yeah, the first time. Yeah, she, there's a link, and I should have said that. Go ahead, and it's I'll called, tell you the rest. It's called the, um, the Book People Project. Yes. And you'll be hearing more from us about Ashlyn in the, the coming weeks, but not too early to mention, um, she's, she's taken on a project to build little free libraries and get them out in, in the community. Uh, but she's going to need help, and on her website there is a donate spot and you set up a spot here. Oh, is that what you were I did. That's say? what I was going to okay. say. Yeah. Um, so I have talked with Ashlyn a couple of times. Um, she is going to join us for an episode. So we will give you a lot more details about the projects that she is working on. And that's about two weeks from now. We're yes. Here, right? Yeah. We are hoping to help her in any way that we can. Um, she's going to need supplies of all kinds to do these little free libraries. And uh, she'll get a chance to tell you about that personally in the episode. Uh, She's also going to join us on November 7th, so there will be an opportunity to meet her in person. Um, And then our website has a donate page. 
Um, historically, that was um, first year. We did it for uh, Matt and Robbie, um, the book bus people. Um, I'm twisting Ashlyn's name and their name. Yeah, the they did bus the full of books. bus load full of books tour of a year of on the road to schools, Title I schools, delivering books with their family. Um, they are now done. Their journey is complete. We are hoping to talk to them again soon about how their year went. But in the meantime, um, I've added to the donate page um, now that their journey is done. Uh, now we have a link to Ashlyn's Book People project page so that you can see how you might want to help her with her mission of having little free libraries in our community as a way for books to be available to anyone who wants them. I have not met Ashlyn, but I'm really looking forward to it. Even not having met her, she just seems like a very impressive person. It's incredible at 17 to be doing what she's doing, and um, I'm very um, excited to help her in any way that we can. Okay, so I think that might be a wrap for today. Lots of things coming. We'll put together the show notes and some pictures to put out there for you to enjoy, and a couple new episodes on the work. So by before the end of October, you will hear from us again on a couple of things. And uh, we hope to see you at our season two launch party in early November. Until then, thank you for listening. Enjoy your reading. <laughs>